You've stopped in at the guidepost. Brought to you by the American Saltwater Guides Association. Stock up on gear, grab a coffee at the counter, and get ready to hear incredible fish stories from the best captains on the East Coast and thought-provoking conversations with stakeholders and policymakers working to protect these fisheries. This podcast is presented by Costa Sunglasses. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Season 2 of The Guidepost. This is going to be a real quick podcast on management triggers for Amendment 7. Uh, I got Captain John McMurray, my partner in crime, here with me to talk about this stuff. John, how you doing today, brother? Good, man. Thanks for having me on. All right. This is complicated as hell, um, and you have probably on the podcast right now the two most simple minds in the guides association. So hopefully we can translate that into, uh, into real easy explanations for this. So um, just the overarching message in all of this is that managers for striped bass have only acted when the triggers have been tripped and sometimes they don't even do that. So for us, you know, the, the goal here is that the triggers have to be designed solely with the long-term health of striped bass as the number one priority. Um, we, we support the mortality and, and, and biomass-based triggers as they stand, um, with one exception, you know, being the need to take quicker action to establish a rebuilding plan, but we do see some opportunities to strengthen the recruitment trigger, which is trigger five. So let's just jump right in. So we have tier one F-based triggers. Um, we selected option A, timeline to reduce F to the target. And that's status quo, uh, kind of reduce F to a level that is at or below the target within one year. And we can get in, we're going to get into the rationale and everything, but John, you want to add a little bit as a commissioner? So A1. Sure. I, I think it's important to note why the striped bass board wanted to revisit triggers. And I, I think you did a good job of explaining what the triggers do, but they're, they're basically uh, kind of uh, guidelines. Well, not guidelines, but, but really what they're supposed to be are mandates uh, for the board to act under certain situations, whether the stock is overfished or fishing is occurring, uh, whether or not, uh, you know, the, the spawning stock biomass is below a target that we've set and, and fishing mortality is above a target that we've set. There's a comp two uh, triggers that have a combination of those, which are meant to, uh, you know, curb a problem before uh, it, it really becomes bad. But, uh, what happened is uh, during the, de the development of this amendment, or really at, at the very beginning, the board developed a working group, or the commission developed a working group, made up of several members of the Stripe Bass Board, and they ended up, uh, and I should note, the membership of that working group was not really what I would say uh, uh, equal distribution of, of states. It was really kind of lopsided towards those least or less conservation-minded states like Maryland and New Jersey, uh, Delaware. And they decided that they wanted to revisit management triggers because of a, quote, lack of stability and 
they felt those management triggers created situations where management action would be needed too frequently. And, and they also felt that they were too precautionary. Um, now, I, 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 that always confused me a little bit, how they were able to, to make that determination that, that what we have now creates a lack of stability, because really, uh, in the last 17 years since Amendment 6, those triggers were really only tripped twice. Uh, one was in uh, 2014 when the uh, stock went, when overfishing was occurring, and then again in 2018 when the stock was overfished and overfishing was occurring. And, and those are the only two times that management action was, was really required because of the, the triggers. So uh, here we are, nonetheless, and we're, we're looking at these management triggers uh, compared to these suggested management triggers compared to the precautionary system that we had. And, and most of the alternatives here are really, uh, you know, efforts to delay management action uh, or to uh, soften management action when the stock is overfished and overfishing is occurring. And I, I think if we had to, to make an overall statement, I, I think in all of these really, uh, with, with the exception of the rebuilding uh, timeline requirement where they have to do it within two years instead of no requirement or timeline to do it at all, um, I, I think all of them really are much better at status quo. So anyway, that's uh, I meant to be shorter than that, but that's that's kind of how we got here. No, that's great, man. Um, very good explanation. So again, folks, um, sub option A1 status quo. And like John said, it's been demonstrated two times throughout the course of management that this has been done in one year. And there's no reason why it can't continue to be done in one year. Um, so option B, threshold triggers we're going to support B1 status quo. And that means if F exceeds, and F is fishing mortality, if F exceeds the F threshold, the stripe bass management program must be adjusted to reduce F to a level that is at or below the target within the time frame. Um, and, and that ties into option A, right? The time frame. So the time frame is one year. What we status quo, we picked an option A. And again, you know, F is, for, just to, to really simplify it, F is the rate at which we are removing fish. So that's what fishing mortality means. Um, and, and again, same mantra, we want rapid board action to protect the stock rather than raise our risk level and delay because they want to use a two-year fishing mortality average. And the, and the fishing mortality averages in one year have been pretty good. They've certainly shown us that we're overfishing. Um, and it's, you know, John, it's real complicated because striped bass, I think this gets back to recruitment. Because if striped bass only have a good spawn every four or five years, and we all know that now, you have to be able to adjust this quickly because as that cohort recruits, into a harvest size, you know, F's gonna F's gonna skyrocket, and our inability to ad to address that and protect these good year classes—that's what's killing us right now. Love to hear your thoughts on that. So, I think the commission has developed a reputation for uh, 
a bunch of people that kicked the can down the road rather than taking immediate action. Uh, you know, certainly with more species than, than just striped bass. And, you know, this, this fishing mortality threshold, I mean, if we're overfishing and we know it in, in one year, we should address it. Why the hell wouldn't we? And I, I get the idea that, you know, we want to make sure that overfishing is really occurring and a two-year average of, of overfishing would, would kind of ensure that. But, I mean, you're basically allowing overfishing to occur for two years instead of one. And I think the great majority of the public and, and the striped bass stakeholders uh, want management action more quickly rather than, than more delayed. And, uh, you know, we, we heard that loud and clear during the first public comment process, and I suspect we'll hear it again. Uh, and, and I suspect, suspect there will be uh, a lot of opposition to sub-option B2 um, and, and a lot of support for B1. You know, John, the other thing that I'd bring up is right now we're waiting on a stock assessment update that was postponed because of COVID. And none of us have a crystal ball, right? The world is kind of a different place than it was, um, you know, even a couple of months ago, even a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, I, it really concerns me that when you extend these timelines, you don't know if there's going to be other problems associated with getting this data. So, you know, doing a two-year average, if some stock assessment is delayed, something happens, that could easily turn into a three- or a four-year average. Uh, as we're seeing right now, I mean, we the last stock assessment that we have is 2017 numbers. The, this update is coming out in October 2022. We don't know what the hell's going on. And that's why we're all kind of so scared about what we're going to find out in October. So, like, you know, these delays, it's not like it was two or three years ago where it maybe wouldn't have been as big of a concern but there's so many other forces at play right now. Throwing a delay in doesn't necessarily mean it's just going to be a year delay. It could be a multiple year delay. I mean, it's these are crazy times, man. Um, to greatly simplify things, I, I think what it all boils down to is: do we want to be cautious with this resource, or do we want to be more reckless? And we've heard over and over again that the vast majority of stakeholders want to be cautious. And isn't that funny? Cause we're, we're two of the most reckless individuals you'll ever meet, but we're so cautious with fisheries management. You're like, Hey man, don't, you know, I, John got a Traeger like last year and texted me a picture of the hot side of his house melted from the Traeger being too close. And like, I, I, the same kind of stuff happens to me. Like I'll send him a picture of like my finger cut off because I didn't, you know, I was, I was, I was using a circular saw at like four o'clock in the morning. Cause everyone woke me up and like, you know, went to reach for my coffee and like the tip of my fingers on the, th like, we're not cautious people. It, if you asked any of our friends to describe us, they wouldn't be like, Oh yeah, they're really risk averse. Cause that's like, like we're both kind of laughing here. It's, apples and oranges, I guess, but uh, is, is that, you know, by the time the commission makes a determination or, or we get a stock assessment that says overfishing is occurring, uh, I mean, it's shit that we see out in the water several years beforehand. 
You know, you see that decline. You see a lot of people crushing fish. Uh, you know, you see the full dumpsters, et cetera. And you know something needs to be done well before we get that trigger, well before that trigger gets tripped. I mean, wouldn't you agree that's the case? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, John, I can remember back in the day, long before the Guides Association even existed, you know, we were jumping up and down and screaming that this is striped bass are going to be overfished. I mean, Christ, that started in like 2012 when we were fighting about that. Yeah. And I, like, here we are. Without a doubt, 2012 is like that year where everybody was like, holy shit, man, this is this is getting starting to get bad. This is not like what it was in the prior years. And and it's yeah. kind of, I don't want to say it's been a dramatic decline by then, but it has been a, a steady decline. And and while there's certainly been some some good fishing here and there, it it ain't what it used to be. And, and we do need to do something about it. And and I really do hope that they they keep this this status quo option because uh, it's just stupid to to wait two years to to allow two years of over what you know is overfishing before you you require some action. And I would I would also say you know a good way to look at this is a minimum of two years. Because we don't we don't know what's going to happen, right? We have, we have no concept of what next year is going to look like. You know, for a while there, we were waking up every morning and being like, eh, "Everything's going to go back to normal," and like I, I gave that shit up, you know, a couple months ago. Like we don't know what's going to happen, and and adding adding an extra year to anything doesn't necessarily mean it's just going to be a year. So again, um, for that one, B one status quo. We're going to option C, target triggers. And believe me, we're not trying to make this easy for everyone, but guess what? That one's status quo too, okay? So we support sub-option C1 if F exceeds the F target for two consecutive years and female spawning stock biomass falls below the SSB target in either of those years, the Stripe Bass Management Program must be adjusted to reduce F to a level that is at or below the target within a time frame selected under sub-option A. And again, all these things are tied together. We're going back to sub-option A where it's one year. Um, and basically our, our rationale behind this is don't delay action if, if F exceeds target and SSB is below target. Um, you know, we understand that the SSB has never been at target since the MRIP recalibration, but we have to kind of take this in conjunction with A1 in tier one and C1 in tier two. And all of this is kind of a moot point, you know, until the SSB target is released, but like is, is reached rather. But I guess what we're saying is, you know, these, all of these tiers work in conjunction with each other. So, you know, just to stay consistent, it's it's C1 status quo for us. And John, you know, happy happy to hear what you think about that. I mean, again, a lot of the same things I said for for the last uh the last set of options. Um one of the the really scary parts of of option C though of uh, target triggers is option C3 where they're recommending no management trigger related to to the fishing mortality target at all and and what that essentially means is you you kind of get rid of that precautionary buffer between threshold which means overfishing is occurring and the target which is what we strive to 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 get at um and that's a really 
risky way to manage fisheries. And, uh, you know, it's the reason we have an F target is because we learned the hard way that managing a threshold pretty much in the history of fishery management has never worked. And, uh, yeah, I'm not sure how this, this one made it in the document either. The public was pretty clear that, that this is not how they want their fisheries managed, but, uh, it, it's in here and I, I don't suspect it'll, it'll get approved as the, the, uh, preferred option, but it should be vigorously opposed nonetheless. All right, let's jump right in. We are now at tier two SSB triggers. Um, and this is option A, deadline to implement a rebuilding plan. And we support sub-option A2, two-year deadline to implement a rebuilding plan. Compels the board to act within two years to rebuild the stock to target within 10 years. And that parallels the two-year requirement for federally managed species. And if you look at the current situation where the stock assessment was accept accepted three years ago and there's still not a rebuilding plan implemented, you know, this one's, me, this one's pretty important. Um, you know, what do you, what do you think about this? Yeah, I, I mean, the two-year deadline is essentially the requirement under Magnuson uh, with, with federally managed fisheries. And uh, it, it gives the board plenty of time to develop a rebuilding plan. Uh, whereas right now there's really no deadline at all. And, and what are we, uh, three years from the stock assessment and, and still no action has been taken uh, to initiate a rebuilding plan. I mean, there is in this document a, a uh, option to initiate a rebuilding plan, but it's still, uh, we still haven't done it yet. And, and there's no guarantee that they will decide to approve that option, although I suspect they will. Um, but it, it just makes sense to have it to your deadline. Uh, and and there's no uh, really compelling reason to not have a, a two-year deadline. I don't think there's going to be any opposition to that. Do you, Tony? I don't think so. You know, John, some of these things that we've covered already, um, you know, we talked about conservation equivalency in a previous podcast. And, you know, what, I think all of our decisions and we, man, we've talked long time about this uh in in kind of the inner circle of the guides association the inner sanctum and we're what we're trying to do with a lot of these is get them in line with federal management because federal management works so like you know for example conservation equivalency you can't use anything with a pse over 30 because that's what that's the that's the bar for national marine fishery service so you know with this let's just Let's, Jesus Christ. I mean, we know what works. Let's do this. So, you know, let's, let's rebuild these things within two years. So, um, next one's option. Oh, geez. Uh, next one's option B SSB threshold trigger. So this is tier two option B and we went with sub option B one, which is status quo. The female SSB falls below the SSB threshold. Stripe Bass Management Program must be adjusted to rebuild the biomass to target level, not to exceed 10 years. Um, so, you know, basically the same thing. It's just, it's a threshold trigger and it goes in conjunction with the rebuilding plan. I mean, it's kind of like almost redundant, right? With sub-option A2. Um you know, basically, this is just saying if it's overfished, we got to take meaningful action to rebuild it. So I don't even know if we need to go that deep on that one. Um, I don't think so either. Uh, Suboption B2 
I think we spoke about this offline, and I'm, I'm still not really clear on on how it would work. It says no management trigger related to female SSB spawning stock biomass threshold, and that's in opposition to the prior option we we're just talking about, where it says uh, you know gets rid of the uh, of the uh, fishing mortality uh, target. So what this would mean, I, I think in my mind, is that, uh, you know, if it falls below target, then you would have to rebuild within 10 years. And I don't, I don't really know if that makes sense here because, you know, we haven't really been at target for an awfully long time. And it seems like we'd be doing a, uh, a rebuilding plan every few years ago since we're managing to target. We're not managing the threshold. So I'm not, I'm not sure what the meaning of that one is. And uh, you know, I, I think it's safe to say that that status quo is is really where we want to be on this. Yeah, that's I mean, that's kind of an easy one. Um, I think the next one is an easy one too. Uh, option C, SSB target trigger. Um, we support sub option C1, which is also status quo. Lots of status quos in here. Um, if the female SSB falls below the target for two consecutive years and fishing mortality rate exceeds the target in either of those two years, um, management program has to be adjusted to rebuild the biomass level to a level that is at or above the target within the established time frame. So, you know, controlling fishing mortality is always the most important thing, right? It's, it's the only tool that we have in all of this. And if it's contributing to the decline of the spawning stock biomass, you know, it, it has to be addressed. And this, again, this parallels tier one, suboption A1, tier one, suboption C1. All of these things are tied together. So, you know, a lot of this, as, as we kind of mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, a lot of these triggers, you know, we, we, want, them, we want them status quo because, you know, we don't the the triggers they look the striped bass management board doesn't always act when a trigger's tripped we're we're seeing that right now we we just can't weaken them i guess that's my point you know it it's it's a tough spot yeah and i, I kind of I, I understand what the the tc was getting at here with three consecutive years and and that's that you know they don't they don't know what manage what sort of effect management measures are going to have because they don't know how it's going to affect effort, and and effort fishing effort is really different every year. I mean, you had COVID one year, you have uh, you know less access one year because the stock is is constrained or the stock is uh, you know getting smaller and it's and it's available to some areas of the coast, it's not available to others. Uh, so so they want to kind of kind of smooth out the data over three years instead of two years. And, and I, I get that, but it's, it's still, it just adds more risk and, and it's not a good idea. And I, I think the public will, will agree with that also. So here's kind of the fun stuff, man. And this is one of the things that, uh, you know, I think is a, is a weakness in the triggers, uh, tier three recruitment triggers. Um, we support sub option a two, from option A. So again, this is tier three recruitment triggers. Option A, we support A2. And that is, this is a little complicated. It's a little bit of word salad, but we're going to walk you through it. So recruitment trigger is tripped when any of the four 
juvenile abundance indices used in the stock assessment model to estimate recruitment, which are New York, New Jersey, Maryland, and Virginia, shows an index value that is 75% below all values in the respective JAI from uh, 1992 through 2006, which represents a high period of recruitment for three consecutive years. So the current trigger, in our opinion, is not sensitive for identifying these periods of, of bad recruitment that need a management response. Um, Suboption A2 and suboption A3 represent big improvements in our mind, um, but we felt that A2 would be effective at identifying kind of less than mediocre recruitment that would give us indicators that we need a change in, in management, uh, you know, and especially understanding that the recruitment of striped bass is really volatile, um, you know, and and this is for a three-year period. So, you know, John, any any thoughts on that recruitment trigger? I and mean, we need to we need to make it a little tougher. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, not not really much more than what you said. I mean, clearly, uh, the trigger that we have now wasn't doing a damn thing. Um, you know, it was pretty much more or less never tripped, unless you include the Roanoke. You know, um, and and I think all of these options are better than what we have now. And certainly option A2 is the actually the easiest one for me to understand. That's why that's why I'm prone to support that one. Um and, and it seems Yeah, like, me too, man. Eight some of these eight, some of these even A three might be tripping too much, if if that makes any sense. Uh, a two is reasonable. Didn't it say like a A three I remember in the document they they kind of did a retrospective and the draft amendment, they did a retrospective and A3 would have tripped like six times in that in that time frame. And and A2 was a little bit uh I'm yeah, it was a little bit less. And, and you know, look, we don't we don't want to turn this into some kind of management gridlock wherever you know you have to stop constantly and redo things. We just want to kind of want to get it right. So I think we're being reasonable with A2 um, because I think A3 would be even more restrictive, but might not really represent the truth in the real world that recruitment is volatile. Um, so I think A2 is probably what's best for the fish and best for management. Um, option B, tier three. Management response to recruitment triggers, we support B2. If recruitment cr triggers tripped, an interim F target calculated using low recruitment assumption is implemented. And if F from the terminal year of the most recent stock assessment is above the interim F target, the Stripe Bass Management Program must be adjusted to reduce F to the interim F within one year. So what's our rationale on this? Uh, current the current recruitment trigger is really vague and insufficient for ensuring action and this action would just really put it on the board to adjust fishing mortality um b3 is really a lot more complicated and and layers the triggers on top of each other as opposed to being you know standalone um 
and and we felt that B3 could lead to longer timeframes for management responsiveness. Um, and frankly, B3 could also result in complete inaction with a huge excuse that, you know, hey, we're waiting for more data. We're waiting for more data. So we were just compelled to pick B2. And and John, as a commissioner, would love to hear what. Yeah, I, I, I think you hit the nail on the head there. I, I also think it's probably important here to clarify what the low recruitment scenario is. And, and really, that's the difference between using data. Uh, well, I, the low recruitment period is 2007 to 2020. And, and that was kind of, you know, the post 2003 recruitment scenario, which which is lower the Chesapeake has certainly been producing less fish in those years rather than uh, 1990 to the terminal year in the stock, 1990 to, to 2019, uh, which, you know, it tends to show fairly high recruitment because it includes those, that high recruitment period from the, the 90s all the way until, until 2003. So, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely basing uh, these sorts of, of decisions off the low recruitment period uh, makes more sense because that's what the fishery looks like now. So that's that's really all I, I have to say about that one. I think you, you hit the points on, on all the other reasons we should be supporting that option. Well, let's forge ahead, man. We're almost we're almost through the woods on this. We're we're at tier four now, deferred management action. And we're gonna support option A status quo, no deferred management action. Um and you know, John, you know fill us in on this one too i mean it's the same thing we've been saying all along it's these are all just uh rationale to delay more um and and none of them really make sense from a practical perspective they all just seem like uh you know providing cover for the board to to not do what's needed right away because they have political pressure on on one side to not do anything um and, and that's exactly how things work at the commission, if, if there's a lot of political pressure, they they seek to delay and avoid needed management action, and, th and this would enable that even more so than than what we're already seeing. So, uh, absolutely, option A makes the most sense here, and that's a, a status quo. Well, you know, I'm glad there's a rewind button on our podcast because this sucks for people to listen to because <laughs> this shit is so complicated and in the weeds and we feel for y'all you know um this is definitely the most technical and you know the hardest to kind of wrap your head around um unless you follow this stuff and like john said even we looked at some of this stuff and we're like what the hell is that um so you know listen listen to the podcast through one more time check out the blog the infographic you'll you know, it'll start to sink in after a little while. Trust me, that's uh, ask me how I know, because we had to read it a hundred times. But, um, you know, we thank y'all for listening to this one. Don't forget that if you have any, uh, if you have any questions or comments, send them into comments at saltwaterguidesassociation.org. And if we pick yours and read it on the air, you'll, uh, you'll win an awesome pair of Costa sunglasses. Uh, Costa being our huge and incredible sponsor for this for this podcast. 
So um, make sure and listen to all four in this series. Get ready because the hearings are coming up and pay attention to social media and the blog. And thank you so much, John, for joining us for this one. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Tony. I, one more quick thing before we, we log off here. Um, uh, you guys are doing a fairly simple document with, with our preferred options for, uh, for folks to use should they, they want to write letters or, or make public uh, their comments. Um, and, and it'll be kind of a cheat sheet should you agree with our, uh, our suggestions. Um, I just wanted to put that out there. It's, it's forthcoming and it should be very helpful. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a little infographic. We have our, uh, we have our team working on that. It's been, it's been explained to me that people over a certain age shouldn't even log into our infographic program. And I kind of tend to agree with them. Um, so, so as soon as those, as soon as those young bucks are, are done doing that document, it should be real easy and painless. If, if you don't want to dig in deep and just let your let your feelings be known and you agree with us, we're trying to make it as easy as possible. So make sure and listen to all four in the series. Thank you again, John, for joining. And we will be on here real soon again. 